I'm Gene Lance, the beautiful redhead. Who is not prepared. Bonnie Mathias. <laughs> <laughs> caught her caught her flat footed. Yeah, I was like, talking. The Chit workers chat. beat of the workers beat, of course, is about everything from the point of view of working families. We're the only ones that do that. And uh, we like to start with things you can do. News you can they are, do. They are doing phone banking to get out the vote in Georgia yes. at 1 o'clock every day. I think it'll be today, and it'll go right on through the Senate election in Georgia, which is January the 5th. Yes. January the 5th in the evening at 7 o'clock, noted radio personality Gene Lance. <laughs> <laughs> I will be speaking on progressives in labor history for the online meeting of the Irving Democratic Women. And uh, if somebody what? wants, if somebody wants to uh, listen in, is this they a can paid contact gig? me. Is this a paid gig? No, I never. Oh, I don't get paid. I never. I get was paid. thinking, you know, maybe we had graduated into. You that's know. that's for worthy people. You and I never get paid. <laughs> at January the sixth at twelve thirty. PM, the Dallas chapter of the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans meets online. Contact Judy Bryant to come to that, or you can just find me, genelance.org. Also on January the 6th, President Trump is calling out all of the right-wing crazies in America and asking them to come to Washington, D.C., armed and dangerous. So... Stay by your radio on on the sixth. That's January. I mean, that's a Wednesday. Yeah. And uh, be prepared to listen to as history is made, as a, an outgoing president tries to overthrow the government. The what's supposed to happen, what would normally happen, is that Congress in meets, normal times, <laughs> Congress meets in joint session and officially accepts the results from each state. Yes. And counts them, and that is the formal end of the presidential and vice presidential race. But we have a senator from Missouri, uh, Joseph Hawley, who mm-hmm. is also going to be a presidential candidate. What they're going to do is they're going to force a vote on it. They're going to force the uh, both chambers of Congress to interrupt whatever else they're doing yep. and have a discussion and a vote on whether or not democracy should prevail in America. They're going to be forced to do that yep. while the crazies are outside with their guns raging at the whole city of Washington, D.C. January the 20th is Inauguration Day, and hopefully by then things will settle down somewhat. Regardless of what they do on the 6th, Joe Biden is the president of the United States elect, okay? Yes, but things should get very awful. It could get very there awful. Are, there are people who feel so inadequate that they have to carry guns and threaten other people on the streets, and that's what they're going to do. And some of the so-called leftists will be confronting them, I'm sure, because you can't talk them out of it. Uh, if Dr. Martin Luther King were alive today, I'm sure he would be telling people to stay off the streets in that's Washington, right. D.C. on that's January right. the 6th. Do not give... President Trump an opportunity to call out the army because that's what he wants. Yeah, and and folks, let's let's be clear. The generals in the Pentagon have been clear 
that they will not support any type of sedition or treason uh, from the outgoing president. Well, they're going to be forced in that position because the Trump supporters, and I'm, I don't mean to malign all Trump supporters, but there is a fringe of white supremacists who are definitely in the Trump supporter camp. And they are arming themselves, and they are uh, planning to bring weapons into Washington, D.C., where Washington, D.C., unlike Texas, uh, is not an open carry no. or, or concealed carry. You're not supposed to have guns. No, the Capitol Police are really touchy about that. But, <laughs> but uh, they are. the president himself is urging people to do this, mm-hmm. and so uh, you can expect it to happen. I want to say um, um, something just in passing about this whole thing. Lynchings and pogroms are pretty much the same thing. In America, they call them lynchings. In Europe, they call them pogroms. And both of them did not come about because of something affecting the local people. They came about because the authorities let it be known that they would not prosecute. The authorities let it be known that if you wanted to hang somebody or rape somebody or murder some family or burn down a church, it was okay. And they turned a blind eye. And they did that. And in Europe, they called them pogroms. In the United States, they called them lynchings. And they both were official policy of the authorities who were supposed to be carrying out the law. So... That's the situation we're being forced in in Washington, D.C. If the authorities do their jobs properly, then the, uh, the blood won't run thick in the streets. But I tell you that there is going to be some blood in the streets because there are a fringe of people or Trump supporters who will have it no other way. My, my, and that's Wednesday. My activist friends, I love you all. Stay your butts at home. Do not confront these crazies. It ain't worth it. Let them go out there maskless and have a super spreader event all to themselves. These nut jobs are not the problem. The problem is President Trump himself. The problem is is with the authorities who are encouraging this kind of thing. Guess who's watching us? If you want to overcome the real problem, don't go out and fight with the nut jobs. No. Go out and figure out some way to overcome the people who are really causing uh, the disturbance. We have we have a very special watch person watching us on Facebook Live. Oh, we do. Joe Wells. Is that a fact? I love Joe Wells. He's watching us. I think he's from. I think he's in Taos. In New Mexico. New Mexico, yeah. Joe Wells, former treasurer of That's Dallas funny. County, and the son of Nat Wells. That's right. Who played a great role in. American labor, labor history. history. That's right. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Thanks, Joe. So, say hi to Joe. Yeah. So, are you about ready to fun to uh, fold up your uh, Facebook Live? I am because I think we have a call, so I am going to sign off on Facebook Live, and uh, you can continue listening at uh, knon dot org. Listen live or. Tune in to 89.3 FM if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Bye.
People are calling 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Yes, sir. Bonnie Jean, good morning. Good morning, morning Imani. Yes, that's why now, this topic y'all had this morning is why I threw my uniform away, Army and Navy. Because people hadn't read about the Roman Empire. They hadn't read about the Babylonian Empire. America cannot afford to go against itself. There's too many brokers out there waiting on to destroy this country. But one more thing. People don't know the difference between racism and bigotry. Race it's just what it means. It's running for the race of the money and the power, the land, and resources. Mm-hmm. This means add it all. Bigotry means, bigotry is what we need to worry about. Greed, selfish, and bigotry is what's killing our country. All and right. Trump had uh, raised the rock, let all these, these people out under the rock, and he's going to let this one German, you need to do some research on Germany, and Hitler, people, y'all need to read. You know, and read the books. So I want to thank Jean and Bonnie, but this is why I support the station because we if they cut our middle communications off, which I was on special forces. America, um, people, y'all are in trouble if we don't do something and keep this show and try to work to keep this show. And I'm not going to tell you anymore, but I want to let our people know we we got first of all we got to love one another. If we don't. All this country will it will be no more next year. So let the draft dodge lead us to hell on a rocket ship. Amen. All right. We thank you very much, Imani, for calling. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. We have not yet mentioned Louis Gomert. Bonnie, would you like to say anything about Louis Gomert? <laughs> Louis Gomert is a congressional representative from, from Tyler, Texas. Texas. Yeah. There was some. There's been quite a bit of news uh, concerning him lately. Yes. And a uh, very good letter to the editor in which they said that Louis Gomert was the shame of Texas. That's him and Ted Cruz are right up there. They're yes. making it. They're just doing. And John Cornyn, he's just joining on, you know, to the bandwagon. So this is uh, Texas politicians. Yeah. yeah. Well, Louis Gomert uh, actually filed a lawsuit to try to turn. Uh, the whole democracy in America over to one person just to allow the vice president to choose the next president and just to say, well, the election was very nice and I hope you all enjoyed it, but it now now I've decided who's going to be the president. Yeah. That's what Louis Gomert actually That's brought right. a lawsuit. Yeah. The lawsuit was dismissed last night by yeah. a Texas judge as soon as he saw it. Yeah. Because it was idiots, idiot, idiocy, and uh, and so Louis Gomer. Embarrassing to file a lawsuit that the judge goes. Are you kidding? I hope. Uh, well, I hope we have listeners uh, in the eastern in the eastern part of the the Metroplex area because some of them voted for Louis Gomer, and uh, Louis Gomer won his uh, his race rather handily. Yeah, he did. And uh, and, and has. I done really nothing but embarrass us since. since then. Well, before and since. Well, yeah, I mean, even before he was embarrassing us. This, is, now the, it's this like, is the guy who uh, broke up uh, congressional hearings by beating his pencil against the microphone so that you couldn't hear the testimony. And then he said that was a perfectly legal thing to do. So Louis Gomert is the kind of guy who is urging people out on the streets on January the 6th 
to basically to overthrow the American government and to install a fascist regime. And that's that's what he wants. That's what he wants to do to the democracy. Yeah, shut it in, down. Put an end to put democracy. An end to it. Yep, yep. And uh, it seems incredible that we're talking about America. It's good that our caller mentioned Germany because. When we try to think of a, of a fascist takeover, mm-hmm. we have no experience with that in America. No, there is... were fascists in America in the 1930s, and quite a few of them. Yeah. But they never uh, reached, they never had a president on their side. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so so it's, it's gotten to be a very, very serious situation in America that can only be understood by knowing something about what happened in Germany. In Germany in 1931, a guy named Adolf Hitler was able to get his small political party to get a much bigger vote. And the reason was because of the Depression. The Depression was hitting the whole world really, really hard. And everybody was looking for some kind of a solution of some kind. And so the the Hitler forces, uh, the Hitler party was able to get a plurality Mm -hmm. in 1931. Mm -hmm. It was not a majority, but in in that kind of system, they didn't have to have a majority, just had to have a plurality. Then they talked the most most loved person in the the country who was a retired general. Uh, They talked him into making Hitler chancellor. The first thing Hitler did then was demand another election in which... He would uh, he would get a majority. He would be the only person on the ballot. So, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> by then, his his street thugs had pretty well determined who was going to get the vote and who wasn't. Right. So that was the brown shirts. After 1933, Hitler was able to establish a dictatorship, and uh, and it all happened just in a couple of years. Prior to the the depression. Uh, Hitler's party was just one of many tiny little parties that just got a tiny part of the vote. And he ran for chancellor uh, years before he actually won. Oh, yeah, many, many times. In yeah. fact, he was put in prison for trying to overthrow the government uh, and, and was generally re- regarded as a, a fool. He looked like Charlie Chaplin. Yes, he did. And Charlie Chaplin had the same little kind of mustache. And so the whole world thought of Hitler as just some kind of a funny fool. A buffoon. And so did the rich people of Germany. They thought, well, this is a guy we can manipulate and he won't be any trouble for us. And really, he never was much of a problem for them because they they stayed right in there. As long as they didn't uh, reveal their Jewish heritage, they were fine. Well, even some of them, even some of them that were Jews, uh, managed to maintain their businesses under Hitler because it was a very business-friendly government. However, it was not a very friendly government to anybody else, Mm-mm. and eventually they lost a war, and that—that's the kind of ugly thing we might be looking forward to, no. if Louis Gomert and people like Louis Gomert were uh, given their way. So keep that in mind. You're listening to The Worker's Beat with Bonnie Mathias and Gene Lance. They love it when you call, 972-647-1893. Do you have any more on Louis Gohmert? It's so hard. It's so hard to talk about him with a straight face because he's such a goofball. We were talking about doing something sarcastic 
uh, we but, were we were afraid somebody might take it seriously. Sarcasm is a dangerous yeah, tool. Yeah, because you know you gotta make sure. But how can you talk about Louis Gohmert without lapsing into into sarcasm? Because here's a guy who actually tried to turn all democracy in the United States over to the Vice President Mike Pence. Yeah. But with a lawsuit. And the, yeah, and he has some supporters too. Uh, I think there were some Arizona Republicans well, that a, were backing him. There's 140 at last count uh, House members, mm-hmm. Republican House members, who uh, are on Louis' side. And don't is, think that there's not. Don't think that race isn't underlying this oh, whole thing. Because I can tell you right now, right up front, every single one of those 141, including Louis Gohmert, are white men. Just yes. Well, they find an exception every now and then. Yeah. Uh, but but the truth is that hatred of African American people or people of color in the United States is working the same way that hatred of Jews worked for Hitler. There are there are a lot of things going on under under the point of racial justice. But I should give out the phone number nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. A petition to fire two policemen in Keller who handcuffed and pepper sprayed a man who was filming the detention of his son. Yeah. I think it was a traffic stop. Yes. Yes, it was. And they uh, and they handcuffed the father. Mm-hmm. And pepper sprayed him. Yeah. Well, they got, they got 18,700 signatures as of Monday, so I don't know how many signatures they have now. That was in the Star-Telegram and the Dallas Morning News. Officer Adam Coy has been fired from the Columbus, Ohio Police Department, finally. Finally! After having shot Andre Hill for waving his phone. Andre Hill came out of, I think it was out, came out, out, of, his, garage. out of his garage yes, with the yes. phone in his hand and was shot to death. Uh, Trump pardoned a white policewoman. No! You know about this? No! This was this is obscure because he pardoned so many so many criminals. Yeah, it's hard to keep up. It's hard to keep up. Well, he, <laughs> when he when he when he pardoned those four mercenaries who yeah. had just shot down civilians, mm-hmm. the Blackwater contractors. Yeah, those mm-hmm. those that got a lot of attention. But this was there's another one. There's an officer who was a a uh, dog handler. Canine. They okay. call them canines. Right. Yeah. They had uh, uh, some people have been caught sleeping in a dumpster. And uh, the cops all came out and they got these two guys and woke them up, you know, and got them outside the dumpster. And then one of the cops said to uh, to the cop in charge, he said, uh, hey, we've got a new dog. Do you mind if he gets a bite? And so this policewoman sicked her dog on one of these sleepy guys. And and he got ripped and had the ten stitches. Uh, so she went to prison for it, and she was pardoned by Donald. Well, this is by you know. Oh, it's time for break. Okay. We have we'll to take a right break. Be right back. Workers Beat singing our song. 972-647-1893 is the number. 
I was reading some stuff that's happened in the area of racial justice, and Bonnie got off on the $600. Bonnie says it's disgusting. Well, I mean, if you're $6,000 in arrears mm-hmm. for your rent. And the average is nearly 6000 Yes. If you're $6,000 in your arrears in your rent or your, your mortgage, $600 is is okay. You can probably go really stock your your uh, groceries, your house with groceries, which is you're going to need that in case you get evicted. Yeah, you don't want to get too many groceries because you might get evicted and then not be able to carry them with you. And even $2,000, I mean, yes, that's better, and yes, it will help. But we have got to do something long term. I am so frustrated with this city. And I, I can't say anything about the county because I hadn't been paying attention that close. But this city is talking about all the economic development and what are we going to do in 2021? Holy mother of God. They're going to build a big, they're going to build a big fountain downtown. Uh, we have a caller. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wanted to find out, you guys mentioned something about a uh, phone bank to call Georgia about the senatorial election. How, what, how do you get involved with that? Uh, do you have email? Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, email me, genelance19 at gmail.com. I'll be doing it today at 1 o'clock. The people that are running it, the Alliance for Retired yeah. Americans is running it at 1 o'clock every day. G-E-N-E-L-A-N-T-Z-1-9 at gmail.com. Yeah. Okay. And I will... Uh, it's really easy. I'll send you the link. What they do every day at 1 o'clock is they train the new people. So it takes about 10 minutes to do that. And then they give you a password. And you get on your computer, and it starts showing you names of people to call. And you call them, and most of them don't answer. So you just click not home and go on to the next one. And uh, we don't leave messages. I don't know why they don't. It's, I don't there's some kind of law prohibiting union people from, uh, from leaving messages. Anyway, uh, then when someone does call, you uh, talk to them about going out, being sure to go out and vote. So, if you'll send me an email, I will send you an email and give you the link. You I don't have it here. 972-647-1893 if you would like to call. The Justice Department announced on Tuesday that it has formally closed its investigation into the police shooting of Tamir Rice, a Cleveland child whose killing in 2014 sparred, spurred, nationwide protests over law enforcement's use of deadly force against minorities. Let me remind you of Tamir Rice's case. He was a 13-year-old child walking through a park with a pellet gun. And a police officer, a rookie police officer, came zooming into the parking lot. This is all on tape, too, by the way. All on tape. Zooms into the parking lot of the park, screams at this child, and within three seconds, do you hear me? Three seconds, that child is laying dead on the ground. Mm-hmm. And, of course, this was a white child. Yeah, no. Absolutely not. No, it was an African-American. If it had American been a white child, they wouldn't have even, they wouldn't have even blinked. They wouldn't even have stopped. Not a pellet gun. 
972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning. How y'all doing? Good morning. Hey, uh, you know, we're a lot of times we don't look closely to the what's going on right in front of our own eyes. We got our government, our local city council, uh, our state legislature, which they can go into session, uh, debating uh, whether they should allow the public in or that they should conduct business remotely. Now, my city, Garland, has been conducting business remotely, telling the people, open your business. You can go to 50% capacity. But they won't allow us to come down to the city council meeting and look them in the face with our mask on the court at 50% capacity. The legislators fixing to do the same thing. They're going to go into session, and they're not going to allow people. They're debating it right now, but you know how it's going to come out. They're not going to allow 50% capacity at the Capitol. So what does that tell us? It they tells us that they, they value up. business and they don't value you. Right? They're telling us the old thing that sometimes our parents used to tell us. Uh-huh. Do what I say, not what I do. All right. We appreciate that point of view. And I want to add something else since he brought up the uh, state legislature, which is about to start. Trimble, Texas, your legislature is about to start. There's a guy named Dade Phelan, Phelan, I can't pronounce it, P-H-E-L-A-N, from Beaumont. He is expected to be elected Speaker of the House, which is arguably the most important uh, political office in Texas. And here's one of the things that he did. He, last year, he stopped, uh, last session rather, he stopped the Texas legislature from ending Confederate Heroes Day. Confederate Heroes Day, if you don't celebrate it, is January 19th. And they tried to get rid of it in the last session, and he wouldn't let them, and he's going to become Speaker of the House, according to uh, the watchdog on Dallas Morning News. Speaking of racial justice, little Richard died in the past year, and we can't let that go by without mentioning it. And we have another caller. Oh, that one didn't want to talk. Okay, a federal appeals court has ruled that Dallas's bail system is unconstitutionally hard on poor people. Yay! Well, that's some good news. That is good news. Thank you to Texas Organizing Project for starting those lawsuits in Harris and Dallas County, along with the civil rights group. Uh, thank you. Thank you to them. Well, that was a victory yeah. because the way it was in the past, if you were poor, you were going to go to jail and you weren't going to get out because you couldn't make bail. That's right. And if you were rich you and you did the same thing, you weren't even you weren't even in jail a whole day because, you know, you could make bail. The government plans to continue executions through January 21st. Uh, they're going to execute some woman pretty pretty soon, but they have uh, several people that they are they have marked for execution. And don't ever forget that the death penalty is a civil rights issue. I know everybody wants to talk about it in terms of what did they do. It's not a matter of what they did. It's a matter of what we do. Are we going to be executing people or not? And uh, it has nothing to do with what kind of person they may have no. been or what they have done. It has nothing. Because we're not doing it. We're not, there's no argument for revenge. 
the argument is that it, the argument is that it prevents crime, but it doesn't. It doesn't. It shouldn't. Haven't we learned that by now? Well, everybody knows it because well, why it's been proven over and over. Doing it. It's What's popular. The, okay. What is the definition of insanity? And it's also racist. Yes. And racism is very popular in the United States, as we are going to see on January the sixth, when the racist fringe of the uh, Trump supporters take to the streets in Washington, D.C., and push white supremacy to the very forefront of American politics. 972-647-1893. I should be, but I'm not, I should be getting a lot of requests for my hypnosis program (laughs) because I have a hypnosis program to help people forget the entire last four years. This is... This is a joke, of course. I can't really hypnotize you and make you forget the last four years. But your ad on Facebook is right on. My ad on Facebook says I can. Yes. <laughs> that is right on, I'll tell you. Yeah. I was ready to sign up after I saw that. Yeah, well, <laughs> hypnosis is supposed to help you forget things. I know. If it can help me forget the last four years, that could be good. Yeah. I need to start right at November the 9th. 2019, and go right on through January the 20th. Speaking of Facebook, do you, do you uh, watch any of the stuff from Robert Reich? Yes. Uh, Robert Reich used to be the Secretary of Labor under Clinton, I think it was, a yes. long, long time ago. Yes. And uh, he's, he's brilliant. He now makes these uh, very factual uh, posts And easy to understand. It makes the, it makes what's happening mm-hmm. much easier to understand. And he uses really really state of the art video. Yeah, tactics. it's really cool. I think I think that's pretty cool. It is. Uh, anyway, he says that the number of people in other industrialized countries who lost health care, who lost their insurance since the pandemic began, is zero. Well, none of them did. That's shocking. None of them in England. None of them in no. France lost their health care. But in the United States. 14,600,000 people have lost their health care since the pandemic began. So that's startling. And let's just remember, there's the, the number that they keep throwing out there is 20 million unemployed. Okay? 20 million unemployed. That's not even close. And they missed a week's unemployment. They missed a week's earnings because Trump held up the bill. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, a week... Can be the can be critical when you're living hand to mouth. Yeah. So that was very serious and very bad. But the eviction protection in the last bill was extended to the end of January. So theoretically, millions of people are not being evicted today. They're going to be evicted at the end of this month, according to the latest things from uh, from Congress. Senator Ted Cruz says that it is it is just a coincidence that his advocacy for bailout billions for the oil and gas industry resulted in a $35 billion loan for two of his biggest donors. Oh, that's a coinky-dinky? He said it was just a coincidence. Oh, and, uh, that's so interesting. Everybody should go go back to sleep and ignore it. And ignore it, yeah. You know, isn't it funny when these politicians do really creepy things that are really wrong? It's just a coinky-dinky. Let me get this statistic in. Two men received eight times enough money to end hunger in America since the pandemic started. Since the pandemic started, two 
persons, both white men, they received eight times enough money to end hunger in America. I got that from the Washington Post. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello? Good morning. Good morning. You're on the air. Good morning. Gene Lance, Robert Medrano. How you doing? Hi, Robert. Listen, uh, we just saw on television 11 states have raised the state minimum wage in Texas. Is it going to be up up for the legislation in January, or what what does it take? There have been bills filed. Yes, there uh, what have. What it take to raise the state minimum wage? It would take a legislature that, that cared something about the Texas people. But the bill is, there are bills filed. Uh, Ed Sills from the Texas AFL-CIO. And by the way, I want to recommend that. Everybody should should read Ed Sills. And all you have to do is write Ed Sills. No, Ed. Ed. At TexasAFLCO.org. That's right. And you will get on that list. But he says that they have filed those bills, Robert. I don't know if they're going to pass them. You know, what can the people do? Well, we need the to hammer on those. What can the people do? Hammer on those Republican representatives in the House and in the Senate in Texas to make sure that these bills get out of committee and they actually do something about it. And there's also a national movement called Fight for 15. Yes. Five for Fifteen is a national movement. You can find them on Facebook, and you can find them on the internet. And they came out. And they're of worth Chicago. joining. Yeah, they came out of Chicago originally. They're awesome. Yeah, they're really and I awesome. think the, how do we know the numbers so we can so we can uh, support those numbers? You know, the number in the in the House and the number in the uh, in the Senate, so we can lobby uh, those numbers. You know what, Robert? Those house numbers. I'll do some research this week and see if I can't come up with some bill numbers. And we'll talk about that next week. Is that cool? Oh, great, great. Now I want to start uh, talking to people to contact uh, those Republicans and tell them they're in favor of, of that of that bill number. Exactly. Okay. Or against it, whichever it is. Yes, sir. Excellent. Okay, Thank we'll you. We'll be listening to you. Thank you. Thank Happy you. New Year. Happy Thank New you, Year Robert. to you. Happy New Year to the whole Madrano family. That's right. Every single one. I knew their father. <laughs> I knew of him. I didn't know everybody. Him. Everybody knew Poncho. I know. He was nine seven two six four seven. He has a post office named after him. He does have a, a post, post office. office. That is just the coolest thing. I went to that. that and there's the a school coolest. named after Mrs. Madrano. There is. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three is the number, <laughs> and we love it when you call. Hospital ICU beds are filling up in California, in Arizona and Dallas County. Hospital beds are filling up because... on Thursday, uh, Clay Jenkins released the statistic that there were 17 ICU beds left available in Dallas County. 17. 17. I heard a lady on River Barnett's show this morning talk about she's she's a nurse. She calls into this show occasionally. Mm-hmm. They lost three patients last night. They're running out of ventilators. They're running out of beds. Y'all put your dang mask on your face, and that means your nose <laughs> and your mouth. It does not go on your chin. It does not go below your nose. It goes over your nose and your mouth. Please. 
Y'all, I'm begging you. We can do we can do what little we can do. <laughs> yes, and uh, stay your butt at home. Yeah, and of course, get your <laughs> shot as soon as you can. As soon as you can. They're going to make uh, shots available to people over 65, and they say very soon. Theoretically, they've already done it, but uh, I, don't, I don't know anybody that's gotten no, it. No, because yet. they. Oh, Peter Johnson's the only one that Peter I Peter Johnson got his? Yeah, he got his. I saw that in the paper last week. I see. Uh, there are some uh, residents in long ter- long term care facilities mm-hmm. that are receiving theirs. We just uh, uh, signed off to, for our, my husband's mother to get hers when it becomes available. Um, you know, it's just. Y'all, we, it's so easy to put that mask on and wear it properly when and we're you gonna leave have to the do house. That. We're going to have to do that for several months. Don't think that the, that the pandemic is over because no. they've invented a vaccine. And Dr. Fauci, just, he released this yesterday or day before. It will be the fall before we can return to any sense of normalcy. And that's only... Only if people do the right things. Wear a mask and get vaccinated. Okay. It's a very, very serious situation. It's very serious. For both in the economic field and in the healthcare field and in the racial justice business. These crises are racking America. And it's not going to get solved. It's not going to get solved all of a sudden by anybody or any idea. It's not magic. It's not magic. It has to be our actions. Our actions are going to determine our future. Okay. Southwest Airlines has said they will not cut salaries and lay off workers now that they have their bailout. And uh, the union, the union, Transport Workers Union, claims some credit for having lobbied to get the bailout of the airlines. They asked, Southwest Airlines had already asked their employees to take a 10% cut across the board. And then the union said no. And the union said, are you out of your mind? Uh Because you don't see any of those guys in the big white tower saying, well, I'll take a 10% pay cut. Okay, we'll be right back after this message. Okay, I won't sing. Ah! Well, you know what, folks? We have really got a job to do. Now, I do believe that our president-elect, Joe Biden, wants to make the first 100 days of his presidency kind of a mandate without really doing a mandate, because we know some people just don't like being told what to do, to everybody wear a mask for 100 days. If every single person in the United States would pick up that mantle and wear that mask every single time they leave the house for the 100 days from no, from January 20th forward, we, and people continue to get their vaccinations, y'all, we could be, you know, we could be almost normal by fall. But we have all these hard-headed people that don't want to, I'm not doing that, I don't want to wear a mask. Well, I don't want to wear a mask either, but I'm gonna, because I don't want to die. You know? And that's the thing. When I wear a mask, I'm wearing my mask to protect me 
and you. It's not about just me. It's about everybody. Y'all, we have so many people in Texas who have no health insurance. No health insurance. And they are not, what are they going to do? If those people get sick and end up in the hospital, guess what? They got no insurance. And they're already talking about, we don't have enough beds. We don't have enough ventilators. Do you think the guy that's going to pay is going to get better care than the guy that isn't going to pay? 972-647-1893. That is the number in the studio. You know, sometimes when I'm not here, I forget what the number is. Is that not weird? I've been doing this for years and years and years, and I forget it. 972-647-1893. We used to have two numbers. 1972 and 1214. Mm-hmm. The 972 was our metro line. <laughs> wow, and I heard last week they're adding another area code to the DFW Metroplex. I don't, I don't remember what it was. 940? I think so. I'm having no, 940 is already in use. So I don't know what I'm it gonna is. I'm going to find out. Okay, thanks. Yeah, because I know that they're adding another area code. Because we're running out of numbers again. 945. 945. That's it. 945 is going to be the new area code. So if you go out and get you a new cell phone in the Metroplex, you may end up with a new area code. And you know what? Anymore, it really doesn't matter because I get calls from, I'm dealing with a man in Atlanta who has a Massachusetts phone number. So, <laughs> you know, you just don't know where they're calling from. Can't keep track anymore. No, no. 70, 787,000 new claims for unemployment Jesus. were registered this week. And, you know, this is like four times as many as there were before the pandemic. Yep. So, and, it's, and it keeps raging on and on. Yeah, because it was 600 and something, 676,000 last week, and now it's over 700,000 this week. The United States has handled the pandemic extremely poorly by comparison with any other country. And China this week claims to have defeated the virus. Mm-hmm. And has a growing economy. It's the only growing economy in the world. Actually. Or if it's true. They had, uh, I did see a a report from the BBC late last week or late this week uh, that a few new cases had been discovered in Wuhan Mm -hmm. in China. But they were instantly, I mean, they just Get them and that's it. Take care of it. 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. You were, you were talking about uh, these uh, Republican senators or whatnot or congressmen that are going to object or whatever on January 6th. Yeah, they're going to delay the vote. Yeah. Yeah, I just wonder, why can't, you know, uh, the party that won or the Democratic Party, fight back against these people. They, they, they say nothing. I mean, sometimes they'll say one or two things about, about Trump or whatever, but mm-hmm. you have to fight these people with fire. Fire, fire with fire, too. Well, so you think the Democratic Party is not being militant enough? No, you're not, because these people take advantage of that, and they brainwash other people into believing what they do, like this Carlos Moore, he is Gomer. 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 Louis Gomer. Gomer. 
<laughs> no, don't insult yeah, Gomer Pyle. <laughs> Gomer Pyle yeah, is a I'm, genius compared to this guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just amazing to me how they, they this, this gentleman looks like, how can you get an office? <laughs> well, I've been complaining about the media for the last four years because when people lied, the uh, media would report it and then say uh, somebody else said something else. But they would never say, well, this was a lie. But now they do. Now they do. Since now the election, warning? Since the election, they say, yes, the president lied yesterday. But he's been lying for four years, and uh, they didn't say it then. And, and Mitch McConnell and, and all of them want to back Trump because it's attached this whatever they uh, censor the media or they can't, you know, they can't uh, censor themselves. In other words, mm-hmm. uh, I can't remember what the bill was. They're trying to attach it to the, to uh, the stimulus bill or whatever. They wanted no liability for business. That was the main thing for Mitch McConnell. He wanted business to not uh, take responsibility That's right. when their employees die of COVID. Yeah, because they've been forced to come back to work without the proper protection. Mm-hmm. And if they die, that the uh, legislation says we can't, the person I, can't sue. I, I just, I, it's just amazing to me how we haven't, haven't uh, forced the issue about term limits on these people. <laughs> term limits. They, 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 they die in Congress and in, in the Senate before they they, they leave. They well, heck, we just, had, we just had one from Louisiana die before he even got there. 41 years old. And a young man. Yes, yeah. 41. But no health problem. You're speaking in favor of term limits? Then? Yes, in favor mm-hmm. of term limits. How, how long do you think uh, should people should be able to be stay in Congress? No, just, more, no, more, than, no more than one term. No more than one term. So they only get a two-year term. So every year, all of Congress would all be freshmen. Oh, God, no, let's not do that. Bonnie's against it. Yeah, let's, let's, because I, speaking from experience, from being a, a union elected official, our terms are three years because we realized that two years was, was not enough. Mm. In fact, our terms on the AFL-CIL boards are also three years. They used to be one year. They used to be one year, but you can't do it. I was mainly speaking of a six-year. Doesn't a senator, the senator, have a six-year term? Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay, that's what I was speaking. That, that's mainly my my problem with six years. Six years is an awful long time. Yeah, it is. You're so right. you're you, know? you you want the term limits? We've got to we've got to move on because Thank they're waving so at us. The other group is already standing ready to take over. <laughs> and uh, during the next ten minutes, don't call because Bonnie and I will be leaving. So they can clean up the studio That's and right. make sure nobody gets COVID here at KNON. Yeah. Right. But we so we left the recording. Yeah. We did. So, so now we're going. Say goodbye, Bonnie. Goodbye, Bonnie.